tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? We're here to go over UFC 281. Um, where is this taking place? Is Madison right? Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. That's a good That's one. Legit, That's legit, man. Place. It's so cool. We saw me and the boys a couple of New Year's Eve ago watched uh, PFL was there cool. on New Year's Eve. It was pretty awesome. You went out there and watched the ball drop and hang out in New York City? We did. We actually tried to hang out in the uh, in Times Square. Yeah. About gotten 30 fights. Like I'm it was, sure. It was so bad, and everyone was like... No one was nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually went back to the um, New York Athletic Club where Kendall Cross and a, a guy, Rick Delegata, these wrestlers, they run. It, it's an amazing building. Um, they have a, a it's a beautiful hotel and it has a, a wrestling room on the bottom floor with uh, judo and fencing. And then there's a pool area and there's a boxing floor and wow. it's all Olympic stuff, like uh, all the highest level of Olympians in that building. And we got to go on the roof and watch it all from the roof nice but here's a crazy story we are we walk into the the top floor and i see a guy laying down on the ground on a platform with a 50 caliber gun laying in front of him and about 11 cops around and we're looking around like are we are we allowed to be up here I'm like yeah yeah you're good and i was like and it's, it's right next door to trump's building yeah and i said uh what's going on and i said it's new year's eve i said he said if you could look across the skyline, every one of the buildings will have this going on at the top floor right now. And I was like, wow. And there was a 50 cal off both sides. Holy crap. On a wood-built platform. Holy crap. On, on the top floor of this hotel. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> so we watched from there. But, man, it was, it was sketchy. I was like, that's crazy to know. Like, they're fully prepared. <laughs> That's where you want to be on New Year's Eve. Yeah, right safest that place dude. right there. I'm going to lay by you, bro. <laughs> that is awesome. Anyways, let's All right. go over the fight. UFC 281. So the first fight we want to talk about, Dan Hooker and Claudio Pueyes. Yeah. I said that wrong. So Claudio, uh, he's coming off a five-fight win streak, it looks like. And I believe Dan Hooker has coming off a loss to Arnold Allen. Um, Arnold Allen's a stud, but Hooker has seemed to hit a bit of a skid. And I, uh, the, the Claudio Poyas is Poyas. a jiu-jitsu world champion from Peru. Yes. And um, going off of looking at what he's the, the momentum he's got coming up and, and the way that uh, Hooker's been, and I'm, I'm a fan of Hooker. I love to watch him fight. I just think he's kind of at that spot where – yeah, you look you know, at three out of his past five losses. He's got four. He's one and four in his last five fights, yeah. but he's lost to Poirier, Chandler, and Makachev. Yeah. So he's one and four in his last five, and this guy's five and oh in his last five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, even at, let, let's say hypothetically Hooker was better than him a little bit. Okay. That momentum alone and confidence alone and, and uh, for both of them is so different at the moment that uh, I just feel like it's it's tough to – dig your way out of that that hole that he's in hopefully he can hopefully he can but if i'm putting money down i'm gonna put money down on Poyas. Poyas. yeah his last fight he uh he knee barred clay guido in the first round yeah uh three just three minutes in so uh, guy's got some skill i mean guido's a he's he's a slick. warrior he is he is and he's tough to submit yeah he's tough to submit so 
um, that's a that's a good win. That's a good finish. All right, so then that brings us to the next fight then. Um, I think we've talked about this before. This is going to be interesting. Frankie Edgar and Chris Gutierrez. This is a retirement fight for both of them, is that right? No, no, no? just for Frankie. Okay. Chris is on the upswing. He's the one that's got two or three leg kick finishes in the UFC. I mean, he's a buddy of mine. He's taught a seminar here before. Um, Frankie Edgar, as you know, is one of my all-time favorite fighters. He yep. comes from the uh, the Henzo Gracie side of you know uh gsp matt sarah like all those guys on that side come from that that area of, of henzo's gym and uh, i've always been a fan of frankie family guy carries himself really well and like the biggest heart in the ufc and uh he's 41 yeah he is and uh he, he's you know he's a great fighter still but he's you know he's uh on his way out he's retiring um he'll definitely be in the hall of fame he, he was a he was a couple-time 155 champion, and he is typically w was a, a small guy at 155, you know, and then he was beating guys like Gray Maynard. Um, you know, he, he was a, the champ when he was so much smaller than the other guys yeah. and would just bang it out. I'm, I'm friends with him as well. Um, in my opinion, this fight is a clear path to victory for both guys. Okay. Gutierrez obviously needs to chop at his legs and keep it standing. Frankie Edgar, I believe, has better boxing, straight boxing, but his key his key to victory is wrestling. You know, if he wrestles him, takes him down, controls him, tries to submit him, that's his that's his clear path to to winning this fight. And uh, Gutierrez has to stop it. As you know, when one guy's trying to strike and one guy's trying to wrestle, typically the wrestler's gonna you sure. know get that that uh, exchange and and get the the takedown. I hope that Frankie takes that path and and fights that way so that you know he can he can end his career safely. You know he had a bad knockout uh, his last fight. I believe it was his last fight against Ver Marlon Vera. Yeah. Cheetah. Uh, yes. Uh, KO front kick. Yes. And it was it was reminiscent of the Tony Ferguson Michael Chandler kick. Oh, was that bad? Not not. So it may have been just as bad. The camera didn't catch his skull coming out of his head like they did on Tony <laughs> Ferguson, but it was a, it was bad, man. And and I hate to see it as they get older, man. I just want guys to, especially guys that have put in so much work, so yeah. much, so many miles. Like Frankie Edgar has put in miles, you know, and and that stuff that's gonna hang out with him for for a while or the rest of his life. So I, I yeah. hope he gets out of it pretty unscathed, um, you know. And Chris is like I said. He's uh he's one of the top guys that's not top ranked yet in in the uh, in the division, 135 division, right? Uh yeah, span and weight. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's not ranked going into this fight. Right? Yeah, and and he, you know, he he will be soon. He will be soon. So it's tough for me to say I want this guy to win or I want that guy to win. If I'm putting money on it, I'm gonna put money on Frankie. If Frankie comes out to wrestle him, if he comes out to box with him. Chris Chris chews his legs up and it's not hard. Interesting. He makes it look easy with the legs. Frankie Edgar's 24-10 and 1, but he's 1 and 4 in his last 5 fights. Yeah. Um I mean he's lost to the Zombie, he's lost to Max Holloway, Sanhagen and Cheeto. So he's Sanhagen was the knockout I was talking about. I forgot he fought Vera after that. Sanhagen was a jump knee, flying knee that was just 
connected. So bad. It was so bad. Sanhagen felt bad. Really? Yeah. He said, man, that's Frankie Edgar. I don't want to do that to Frankie Edgar. Yeah. You know? And, uh, (laughs) and I was just like, oh man. When you're going into this and I, I don't know when you fought your last fight, did you know going into the cage, it was your last fight? Yes. Nobody else did. Nobody else did, but no. you did. Yeah. So talk about what Frankie's thinking right now, knowing that when he walks in the cage, it's his last fight. Yeah, so it was different for me. My last two fights, I fought so that Luke and Tyler could see me fight okay. in person. Okay. And they were there. Um, the caliber of my opponents was not high level. You know, they, they had a lot of fights, but they had crappy records. Um, they were guys. We tried to get two good guys from Texas and everyone was saying no and I ended up fighting two guys from Oklahoma who had a lot of fights but they just had crappy records and uh I beat them pretty easy I knew they they both missed weight so I was the fight was supposed to be 170 a week out they asked if they could fight at 75 because they were going to miss weight they both said this and this is two months apart Hmm. I said sure and they both showed up seven pounds over the five pounds I gave them so they were 12 pounds over and I made weight so uh they were both bigger guys tall like six two six three and uh i beat him easy i I knew i would um so it was a different feeling going into that fight i walked out smiling you know knowing it was my last fight taking it all in enjoying it i hope frankie's able to do that yeah you know for his last fight especially since so much he's given to the sport but he's also going to have a lot more of the of the nerve anxiety fight night stuff than i had on my last night you weren't leaning over the garbage can for those two fights no not at all. I was high fiving my friends and my family as I was walking to the cage. That's awesome. So, so you're you're going you're going Frankie Edgar on this, but you've got the caveat that if he tries to box, it's not going to go his way. Right. If he goes out there and strikes with him and uh, takes anywhere from three to four leg kicks, yeah, the game has changed. Mm. Chris Chris will change the game. I, I could say in one, but but at three or four. And, and people are changing stances with him. So, uh, yeah, the caveat is if, if Frankie goes out and wrestles, I, I'm going with him. If he does not, then I would put my money on on Chris. I wouldn't bet either way just because you never know what someone's game plan is. Yep. But, I, I like I said, I think they both have a clear path to victory. Third fight on this. I think this is one of my um, I, I, I like fight. fight of the year. I mean, you, like for me, just excited about this fight. Uh, Dustin, but if you're already in fight of the year, do you want to be in fight of the year again the same year? Yeah, is that's, it the same year which since Chandler and Gagey fought? It's got to be within the same twelve months. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and, yeah. and so, so uh, you know, uh, is that who's next? Right? What's that? Yeah, Chandler's Ch- next. Chandler yeah. and Poirier. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, like I said the other day, Chandler has said that he's the most exciting fighter in the UFC, but he's got to start fighting smart for the win. He's got to start winning. And it doesn't matter if you're excited or not winning. So he needs to come out, throw with power, get takedowns, not get guillotined by Poirier. Poirier's got a good guillotine. If they just go out there and fight for the crowd, I got to give it to Poirier only because Chandler's going to gas. And although Chandler continues to fight at a fast pace, even when he's tired, he runs into more danger second and third round. Uh, fortunately for him, it's only a three-round fight. 
but uh, as much of a fan as I am of Chandler, I feel like Poirier's fight IQ will will come through for him. When you compare them physically, do you do you give the edge just sheer you know physicality? Do you give that to to Chandler? Yeah, for sure. Um, Poirier's Poirier's super fit. Yeah, um, he's taller. Chandler's <laughs> shorter, th- thicker, stockier. Um, but I I just feel like if if it gets emotional, yeah, for Chandler. It doesn't go. It doesn't go. You know, he's either going to knock him out or lose the fight. I, does it? Do you see a situation where it doesn't get emotional for Chandler? It feels like he <laughs> fights emotionally. So he he does for sure. Um, I'm going off of what he said. Okay, he, he's he's come to realize that. Okay, and has said that he's going to fight smarter moving forward. I hope that he does, and I hope he pulls it off, man. I, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of Michael Chandler. His work ethic, his his uh, workouts, and everything. I do think he lifts too much. I do think he he puts on too much muscle, and that's where all his oxygen goes. Yeah, he's you a know, specimen. Once he throws, because he throws to knock you out all the time, and once the all that oxygen goes to the muscles, and and you know you've thrown him, he'll throw himself out, and, yeah. and next thing you know, you know he he's tired, and I know I know Poirier gets tired as well. But I, I just feel like fight IQ wise, unless uh, unless Chandler's fight IQ is changed, I pick Gaethje or uh, sorry, I pick Poirier, Poirier to, to pull this off. One of my favorite little clips that I've seen uh, ever in the UFC is is Poirier and um, Tony Ferguson, and it's in between rounds, and I even sent it to you once, and. Uh, Poirier gets a drink and he looks over at Ferguson and he's like, let's look, let's go, let's go. It's like, I don't want to make, wait the minute. Yeah, let's you want go. to go early. Let's, you know, <laughs> and and you see Tony be like, all right. And, you know, they, they stand up. And, 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 yeah, and, and I don't think that it ever actually started early. No, they can't. Um, they wouldn't do that. But I just, I love, I love that spirit that Chandler, oh, yeah. Chandler's just like, I'm having fun. This Poirier? Is, I'm sorry, yes, Poirier. Yeah. I love that spirit that Poirier brings. Yeah. Um, and they, I just. So they both have that. Yeah. These two, you know, they both have that. Um, the we'll go back to the Gutierrez fight. Dustin Poirier has nasty calf kicks. Mm. Okay, nasty calf kicks. Michael Chandler has been stopped from calf kicks in his uh, against um, Brent Primus in Bellator from leg kicks. Uh, his foot, he hit that peroneal, peroneal nerve mm-hmm. that we talk about, and his foot stopped working. And he was falling down, couldn't stand up, falling down, couldn't stand up. Um, I know his front leg's been chopped up before, and we'll see You know, we'll see if Dustin goes to that. I, I would if I was him. Um, Chandler has the wrestling. You know, if he wrestles, he can win this fight. Is Chandler stronger? Yeah, I'd say he's stronger. I he looks stronger. like he's stronger, yeah. but I don't know. Like I don't know if that's if that's just, you know, if it's just visual or if he actually would be stronger. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that he feels stronger wrestling or rolling. Wrestling, he's going to feel stronger. Weightlifting, yes, I'm sure he's stronger. Dustin Poirier has, you know, years and years and years of of grappling and jujitsu and whatnot, and I'm sure he's he's very strong. Grip, grip, strength, and everything is there. Um, so it's hard to say. Dust or, or, or uh, Michael Chandler has the higher level of wrestling. 
can. If he wants to come out and wrestle and take him down, he can. He does have to watch out for Dustin's guillotine. Yep. Uh, he's got a he's got a really nice guillotine. Even had Khabib, you know, where Khabib had to roll to his hip and yep. come back up to get out of it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I, I, I saw an interview with Makachev. Um, it was DC and Makachev, and they were talking. Um, I believe about. I'm almost positive it was about Poirier. And DC was like, Poirier is a black belt. And Makachev kind of started tearing him apart a little bit. And he's like, black belt? And he's like, and he was basically saying, like, we need to check, like, who's actually giving them this black belt. Did you hear him talk about Jordan Burroughs? No, I didn't. Oh, he's talking to DC about Jordan Burroughs. He said, you need to bring in one of your Olympic champions in here to, to wrestle with me. And, and DC goes, what? And he goes, yeah, you need to bring in, and it's like, Jordan Burroughs. And, and DC goes, you think you'd have a good match with Jordan Burroughs? And he goes, yeah, man. He goes, he's a six-time world champion. He's seven now. <laughs> six-time world champion. And you think you and, – and he kept saying yes. And he's like, no, he would destroy you. <laughs> and, and he just – in his head, he's, he'd have a good match with Jordan Burroughs. I'm like, bro, yeah. stop it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it was interesting to hear him just start shooting apart people. But I think Makachev is, is – he's in his own world, and we're all living in it right oh, now. Oh, yeah, so. no doubt. No so – so, Poirier, is that who you're picking? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, would it like. Sucks for you, I know. I like them both. I would like to see Michael Chandler get a win uh, and start doing something, um, but it just depends on what Michael Chandler shows up. This is, I, I think everyone, everyone on this card, um, everyone on this card has a clear path to victory. Yeah, if they fight their way, it, okay. if they fight their style. So it's just it's tough to say. So if Chandler wrestles, yeah. It's his game. It is, 100%. If he comes out swinging and doesn't come out with a fight IQ that you're hoping he does, then Poirier is going to take like, him. Yeah, I feel like he's going he's gonna to lose. Okay. Co-main event. This is a uh, title fight. Carla Esparza and Zhang Wei Li. Uh, here we are again with another clear path to victory. Carla has the wrestling. Yep. Second best wrestling in the division. Next uh, to? Next to... Um, Amanda? No. No. Carla... So two oh, no, girls, two. actually. I think Lupe Godinez probably has better wrestling than okay. her uh, when she uses it. And then Tatiana Suarez, who has not been fighting because she's been out injured, has better wrestling than everybody in the division by a long shot. She beat Carla and made it look simple. She out-wrestled her all night long and made it look easy. But she's out. She's not been fighting. Carla, uh, Carla or Lupi have the best wrestling in the division Loopy. at the moment. Okay. And uh, Whaley, I don't know. You know, Carla doesn't want to get into a, a strike fest with her and, yeah. you know, end up like Ioana and, and bombing on each other's brains the whole time. You know, she's <laughs> tough and she can take a punch. Um, so I think if Carla wrestles her, she beats her and, and she could take her down and make it look easy. Yeah. But if she strikes with her, you know, 50 50 chance and more so going to way lead that she she beats her so carla's last fight was most boring fight in ufc history yeah One literally my daughter was with us and she literally fell asleep during the fight yeah um so I, do you think she's do you think that plays in carla's strategy and do you think that's in her head at all when she gets into the cage i'm sure she doesn't want to be to fight like she did you know, I'm sure she doesn't want to be as boring as she was. I'm sure she caught a lot of flack for that from fans and the UFC. Um, when you say flack from the UFC, what does that look like? Are they are they talking to her, you know, behind the scenes saying, hey, what what happened? This isn't 
Like, what yeah, is, I mean, what they, is, they want excitement, right? And if you want to get paid more, you need to be exciting. If you're not a, a trash talker, yeah. you better be a damn exciting fighter. Okay. You know, and, um, and, and she was, she's neither. Neither. Right. Um, and so she needs to really go out there and get it done. I think she needs to take her down, beat her up and submit her and, and make it look, you know, and she's the champ, right? She is. Yeah. So it's a five rounder. Um, I would say let's not go five rounds and, and just get it done if she can. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that she, she does that, but uh, Whaley's a stud. She's, yeah. I mean, if you look at the way she's built, her traps and shoulders and arms, she's jacked. She's jacked. So, so that'll, be, uh, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. I'll go with Carla. Okay. That's okay. She defends. Brings us into the uh, the main event of night, main event of the nights. Another five rounder. Alex Pereira's challenging the style bender. Yeah, I don't. So this is another, you know, one that could be a simple, clear path to victory for Adesanya. Adesanya, he's not a, a you know set the world on fire grappler but he's been training jiu-jitsu and wrestling and and mma for years and years and years yep alex perhead has been doing it for two right a little over two years so if adesanya comes out to fight for the fans he's gonna you know is, is he smart enough to know let's not strike with this guy for the third time and and get knocked out in smaller gloves. Uh, at the same time, I think Adesanya is going to fight. I think he probably fights on his feet a lot different in MMA than he does in Muay Thai. Uh, Muay Thai. Um, so he could have some angles. He could he could surprise this guy, you know, and land some things. This guy has the one one punch knockout power. He has that power, no question. He's done it twice to him. Did it Strickland, and I, I don't know who the other six guys or other five guys were that he's done it to, but he's he's got that that power. If Adesanya wanted, and I know he's like I've seen Josh Hanger over there, who, who's uh, one of my old guys, who's now black belt under Galvao. He's a stud, you know. And if I, I've saw I've seen him over there training with him in Australia or New Zealand, wherever they are, and uh, and that was a while ago. So I know he's been training on the ground. He's got to be he's got to be good enough to beat this guy on the ground. Um, it's just a matter of if he will or won't. Sean Strickland comes in at six and one. He's only been in the UFC since I mean barely a year. Strickland? Pereira. Yeah, Pereira. Did I say Strickland? Yeah. Thank you. Pereira has been he's only been in the UFC a year, November yeah. sixth, twenty twenty one. I mean, yeah. by the time this fight hits Oh, he got fast tracked for the hype, for sure, no question. How much of that is based off of those videos on YouTube of him knocking out Adesanya. All of it. All of it. All of it. Yeah. There's no. There's no other reason he would be fighting Adesanya right now. There's no what, other reason he'd be he, anywhere inside the top ten. Okay. Because he's ranked fourth right now. Right now in that. Division. Right. But how many fights in the UFC? Three. Yeah. Uh, three. This is his fourth. Yeah. No. Silva Strickland, Andreas, Macadias. I'm sure I said that wrong. And then now he's fighting for the belt. Yeah. No. He would. Uh, he would not be where he is right now. He got fast-tracked to a title shot for, for the hype. And the hype's there, obviously. 
you know, they've been they've been uh, talking about it. He's been talking. Adesanya's talking back. So we'll see, man. But again, it goes back to fight IQ. If if Adesanya is smart and fights this guy smart, he should be able to beat him. But if he goes out there and and just uh, fights for the crowd and wants to show that it's different in four ounce gloves and I can beat him in four ounce gloves, he runs a very high risk of getting knocked out. You've spoken before about how Adesanya has taken a little bit of the same path um, that GSP has taken. Um, maybe fighting not to lose a little bit more. Um, and Which would lead me to believe he's going to grapple. Okay. You know, and, and against someone else, it would just lead me to believe he's going to stay long, yep. pick him apart, yep. stay long, pick him apart. If the shot comes, get perfect. Bunch of 10 nines and right. just kind of ride it out. And yeah, if the big one comes and lands, cool. If not, I'm good. He can't do that with this guy. Yeah. That, that, is, that same fight is wrestling him, grappling him. Mm. You know, if he fights him like that, he, he can do that and should be able to do that, you know, uh, for the majority of the fight. He should not take him five rounds to submit this guy okay. if, he, if he does it, you know, if he goes for that. But at the same time, you know, I can't, I can't pick and choose how people fight, <laughs> and I can't guess how they're going to fight either unless I've been on the phone with them and, and you know, heard the game plan right and uh but so your game plan for adesanya would be get him on the ground absolutely wrestling. like why wouldn't like, it be the yeah, guy's absolutely. knocked me out twice yep cold cold yeah like it would be like legs, there's no like other reason cold right yeah and like sub this guy and send him back out of the top 10 yeah so he's got a you know doesn't fight me for a long time he's not going to beat this guy and that guy's going to hang out at number four yeah. Like, he jumped a lot of people to get there. He went from nowhere to four. Yeah, but if you look at I, – I agree with you. And if you look at the division, um, Adesanya, and then you've got Whitaker, Cannoneer, Marvin Vittori, Pereira, and then Brunson, Paolo Costa, Sean Strickland. Um, yeah. You know, good good fighters. Where's uh, Strickland? Strickland is seven. Okay. So that's how this guy, he beat Strickland. Yeah, uh, and, and got yeah jumped up to four. If you name the guys in front of this guy, all of them should be able to beat this guy. Like Whitaker would run him over. Okay, Cannoneer would run him over. Stylistically, they run him over. Vittori, yeah, for sure. Vittori, yeah. he's gonna grapple him for sure. Yep. You know, like those guys all beat him, uh, fighting him the right way. So let's go the other direction: Pereira versus Brunson four and five yeah brunson's good brunson can wrestle though yeah he he's uh yeah he, he can wrestle he should be able to out wrestle him no problem i know you don't go well we've had conversations about you know what the ufc does behind the scenes a little bit um is this i mean do you are you saying that this is an inflated ranking <clears throat> just to get this title fight because of what he did in the past yeah so i forgot that Strickland was ranked, and he was seven. If he was seven when when he beat him, he I'm could sure. Have been, he could I'm have sure been he was a little higher than that because he probably dropped Strickland down after right, he beat him. Right. So that I guess that could be how he got there. Um, but but even though he knocked out Strickland, he shouldn't have been in line to even fight Strickland. Yeah. You know, he hadn't fought anybody before that that was up there deserving of a shot inside the top five. You know, I think Strickland was inside the top five because he had lost to, uh, or I don't know, had he lost yet uh, on his little streak that he was on. 
Strickland? Yeah. Let me I can pull. I think he up. was on a bit of a little streak when he ran into to Alex. Yeah, he was. He was on a six fight win streak. Yeah. So so this guy had no business being, you know, being in that position to fight him. He, and he took care of him two minutes and oh, no question. into the first. But but and that's wow. why I tell you, yeah. I can't pick how people are gonna fight. Strickland yes. could have beat him. Yeah. Strickland could have wrestled him and beat him, but he stood and went toe to toe with him until yeah. he got slept. So it's hard to it's hard to say who's gonna do what in there, but there are some there are some smarter, higher IQ guys than Strickland fighting in that division that would beat him, you know, and fight him fight him smarter than that. Just to wrap up things, I was I was looking at the the rankings and um, go back to 280 for a second. Sean O'Malley jumped 10 spots, and he is the number one contender after after that win with Jan, um, yeah. and it put him up to you know, Jan dropped only to number two. He only dropped one spot. Yeah, um, which tells me kind of a little bit about what people are thinking about that division as a whole. Um, that Jan is still, I mean. You know he's lost. We talked about he's he's lost three of four, I think. Jan has. Well, yeah, he had the no contest or the, the DQ, the, whatever the, it was, yep. to to Sterling. Yep. Then he then lost, lost to Sterling. Sterling, and then he Sanhagen lost to Sanhagen. Beat Sanhagen. Beat, beat Sanhagen, and then yeah. lost to. So he's he, you know he is that's where he belongs. Um, he didn't drop much after O'Malley because half the world or more think that he beat O'Malley. Um, O'Malley still catching a bunch of crap for that, you yeah. know, but like it, like it was his fault. I know, you know I like, know that. You know, yeah. he he was he was just as surprised, but like I said, you know, it wasn't a robbery, and and yep. people have broke it down, you know, numerous times now, and it wasn't, you know. Again, I had Jan winning, not by a lot, but I had him winning uh, by a small margin, and uh, the fact that O'Malley law or one put him at number one because that's where Jan was, and you can't have Jan get moved to like number three or four and still leave O'Malley yeah. at like seven or eight or nine. Right. It's a win. A win's right. a win. And so you've got to put him in front of him. So that's where we're at. But like I said, once you beat that guy, Everybody everybody's that, that guy. guy. So now he's number one. Who does he fight? He either fights for the belt or he fights uh, a rematch with Jan or number three. Yeah. Or number two. Uh, Was it? Was it Makachev that was talking about um, somebody was talking about they called out Volkanovsky? Was that Makachev? So that is the next fight. Volkanovsky is fighting Makachev for the fifty-five title. That is going to be insanity. Yeah, yeah. I, as big as Volkanovsky is and has been in the past, because he was he was a much bigger guy in the past um, playing rugby and stuff. Yeah, like two twenty. Um, he is too short and and. Uh, and he's great at distance. He is, and his power is great. I, I would love to see him win that. That would be freaking phenomenal. But I don't know that he he stands a chance in that fight. I if it if it matters a pound for pound top ranking, Volk is number one. Adesanya is number two. Islam jumped to number three, having been not not even ranked before that yeah. fight. That's kind of and I, I, I don't where know. was where was uh, um, who was the champ? Oh, uh, Oliveira. Yeah, where was Oliveira? He was probably like three. I don't remember. Oh, I, you know, I can see he dropped. 
Yeah, he was three because so that's he's seven why. now and he dropped four. Yeah, that's so. why he got he he got moved all the way to three. But that doesn't mean you're the pound for pound. You know that means he should have jumped in his division to the to the top. Yeah. But he shouldn't have. Uh, I don't know that he should have jumped pound for pound. He's really not fought anybody. You know, until now he hasn't fought anybody uh, until Oliveira that was that top tier guy. Yeah. You know, to be on that pound for pound list. So that, I think that's kind of dumb, but. I'm not saying that he's not the you know that level pound for pound, but he hasn't shown that yet. Sure, sure. Good stuff. I'm excited for this one. Me too. Can't wait. It's gonna be great. Be an awesome card. Talk to you guys after. Have a good night. It is all over. Just like that. <laughs>